Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. We're going to have a little overlap like I enjoy doing sometimes just so we get the full context of this thought here. 2 Thessalonians 1.7. We talked about this last week. And God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted, right? And also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. God's going to provide rest even, even in life. I believe God's going to provide rest for you when you're going through trials. Trials don't last forever. Uh, who was it? Dr. Schuler? I don't know if anyone remembers him. That's old school Christian stuff from years, even 40 years ago. But I think he had a book called Tough Times Don't Last, But Tough People Do. And that's the people of God. Tough times, it's not going to last forever, right? But people that are tough in God, and man, you're solid, and you know, you know who your Lord is, and he's your rock, you're going to last. So God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted, and also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. He will come with his mighty angels, right? In flaming fire. Bringing judgment. This is hardcore. Bringing judgment on those who don't know God. Scripture says it. What do you do? You can't get around it. And on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. I don't know how you can get any more clear or plain or transparent there. It's very, very clear. It's crystal clear. They will be punished with eternal destruction. Man, that's terrible. Forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. Let's hesitate. Scripture explains Scripture. Scripture elaborates on Scripture. Scripture confirms other Scripture. And we know that the Lord is not willing that any should perish or die without Him or be eternally separated from Him, right? God's vision has always been for everybody to serve Him, but not everybody will because why? They've been given a choice. So wait, they're not going to serve Him because they've been given a choice? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like dating someone or marrying someone. Whether it's God's will or not, you choose, Right? Nobody forces us. So it, this says they'll be punished with eternal destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. That is not God's best for them, but this is just the truth of the word. Not everybody's going to seek God. They're just not. People are going to reject God, and that's a tough deal. That's a tough. I mean, I can't imagine being eternally separated. We've all talked about that or thought about that before, haven't we? Haven't you, whenever you were struggling with sin? Back in the day, did you ever go, man, I'm out of God's will. What if I died like this? I remember in my disobedient times, man, and I, I loved God. I grew up serving God, and, but I was rebellious in different areas and disobedient. I remember when I had seasons of disobedience, I remember thinking, man, it, <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to die like this. But it's crazy how people just live in the moment. And it doesn't last, does it? The moment doesn't last odd example but i'm an old school basketball fan i don't care much for the watching the nba basketball now as much but i remember in the 80s and 90s i really fell in love with nba basketball i think it was summer of 86 or uh, yeah around that time i just fell in love with basketball the lakers and the celtics and the bulls and jordan and all these and i remember i remember being a kid watching the players age because that's just life and man it it kind of hurt my feelings because they weren't going to be there anymore and somebody else had to come in. There's been great players since. Some of you are like, well, LeBron's a great. Well, yeah, okay, whatever you say, but 
Oh, it was nothing like basketball back then, man, like team ball and not just everybody shooting threes and nobody playing defense. It was different. But times change. Things are temporary. And I thank God for his word. It may seem like an odd example, but it just shows how life goes on and things change. They just do. People change. Situations change. Governments change. You've watched America change for better or for worse. You've watched the world change. But the beauty of God and his word is he does not change. He doesn't change his mind about you. And you've, you've got you've to preach the word with gladness. Say, I'm not a preacher. Proclaim. If the word preach intimidates you, just remember that preaching just means to speak out. And say, man, he is the way. He, he, he's the way because this is not going to last. It's not going to last forever. We've got to prepare for the afterlife. And in so doing, man, we got to love people and take as many people with us to heaven as we can. All right? Let's move on to the next verse. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people. Praise from all who believe. Mm -hmm. And this includes you, where you believed what we told you about him. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life Worthy of his call. Wow, this is good. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. Isn't that a great prayer? Lord, continue to enable me. How does he enable you? His grace. His grace gives you the power to live right, do right, and act right. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you, empower, give you the grace to live a life Worthy of his call. What does that mean? Worthy of his call. What is a life worthy of his call? Man, it's, it's obeying his word. That's that simple. Look at what, what he goes on to say. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Can I ask you tonight? What does your faith prompt you to do? Even personally. Anybody. What does your faith prompt you to do? Whoa, hold, what's that? Keep going? Okay. Good, clean answer. Keep seeking him. Keep believing. What does your faith prompt you to do? Keep shining a light. Man, today I was just really talking to God and, and, and studying some love. First John chapter 4. That, that God would continue to help, help me to continue doing what he's called me to do and May my faith stay strong and carry me as I walk the love walk. Walk the love walk. Walk the love walk. Anything else? What is your faith? Anybody else? What does your faith prompt you to do? Hope. To keep giving. Man, stay blessed. Keep giving to the work of God. Anybody else? <laughs> Everything that's good and right. Yeah. Yeah, I believe your faith prompts you to serve and continue serving. Mm -hmm. Encouraging. Your faith will prompt you, prompt you to be encouraged and encourage others and to remain connected. Yes. What else? Loving others, walking in love. Keep praying, man. Keep praying. Mm. Let's keep going. Then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. And you will be honored along 
with him. This is all made possible. How? Because there it is. Because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, his grace empowers you. It's God's special favor, mercy, and power so that you can live and do and act right. Let's rewind just a little bit. I want to look at that previous screen one more time. That part of the verse, 2 Thessalonians 1.12. I'm going to end on this verse tonight because I just want to talk to you a little bit. But the name, then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. Why? Are people taking notes? Mm-hmm. They're, they're checking to see if your Facebook adds up with your life. No, really. They're checking to see if, and I know this is none of you in here and, and probably none of you on the live stream, but I've, I've heard the stories. I'm, I'm not on Facebook researching people. I don't stalk people on Facebook because um, they're just stuff I don't want to even see and I don't want to know about. But there are folks that they talk about how they got drunk on Facebook and the next morning they're sharing a verse. Now, whether you agree w about alcohol or not, okay, that's not what I choose to do. Say, man, alcohol won't send me to hell. Yeah, but I don't want to awaken anything in my family tree that's in me. I'm not messing with that stuff. I'm not, I, I have too much of an addictive personality. I'm just not going to mess with that. But we do know that Scripture plainly says in black and white, don't be drunk with wine. Oh, does that mean you can get drunk with beer? No, it, it just means alcoholic beverages. I mean, don't get drunk, okay? So, I mean, people are watching to say, see if your words add up with your lives and your actions. Let's see if I can quote this right. It was a sample, and I don't know where they got it from. It was from a DC Talk song from 1995. And it said, what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable is people whose, whose lives don't match their words. I, I butchered it. I, I what an unbelieving world finds unbelievable is people who's, who's basically their lives and their words, don't ma don't, they don't add up. They don't match up. People find that unbelievable. They're like, well, I mean, how is your God real if you're... And I'm not trying to put extra pressure on you tonight, but look, this is what Scripture says. Here's the truth of the matter. The name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. That's what it says, how you choose to live. What does that include? Treating people right, forgiving... Man, it blows people away when you forgive. It does, whether they show it or not. And others will comment about it. And others will go, man, you've changed. And others will say, wow, that didn't bother you? And you go, well, yeah, yeah, it bothered me, but I didn't act up. <laughs> it bothered me bad. But I didn't act a fool about it. Yeah, that bothered well, why didn't you? Why didn't you? you man, you used to. Don't, don't tell me about used to because that person's dead. They're dead and they've been buried in the grave and I rose up to new life with Christ. Right? The name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. And I love this. Look at this. Here's an added extra bonus. And you will be honored along with him. When your life honors God, you'll be honored with him. This is all made possible once again. How? Because of the grace of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, not a huge group tonight. Any questions before we pray? And we're going to stop at 2 Thessalonians 1.12. 2 Thessalonians 1.12. Any questions tonight? Let's pray together as a family. Is there anyone in the house? Just got to make sure. 
Is there anyone in the house who says, Pastor Matt, I've never accepted Jesus and made him the Lord of my life? Or, I'm not living for God. If that's you, raise your hand and we'll pray. God bless you for your courage. Anybody else? Let's pray this prayer. Repeat this prayer with me, if you would, family. Say, Heavenly Father, bring me back. I've taken so many steps away from you. But I need you. I was created to serve you and love you and to be your child. Please forgive me and cleanse me. Say, 1 John chapter 1. It says, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm sorry, Lord. Cleanse me. Take me back. Can't live without you. Thank you for your forgiveness, your power, and your presence. In Jesus' name. Let me just pray a blessing over everybody in this house. Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your faithfulness. Somebody at the sound of my voice tonight. You've struggled with doubt. You say, man, Pastor Matt, that is a really general thing to say. Is that a word from God? Well, let me finish. Look at this. You've struggled with doubt, and it's made you doubt your faith. You say, well... I know God is real, but I've struggled with doubts in certain areas, so now I'm doubting my relationship with God, and I'm struggling, and I'm and here's where the doubt has led, to condemnation. Say, because of my doubt, it's led to me feeling bad, like I'm not doing right for God. And here's what the Lord says. Everyone has doubted at some point, now just believe. Now just believe. I love that text where the guy says, Jesus says, do you believe? And the guy says, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. <laughs> There's parts of me that don't believe. I, I can't take it all in. I know you're real. I know you do miracles, but I need to believe for me right now. And that's you, whoever's listening to my voice tonight. God's plan and purpose will prevail. You just got to stick with it. He's real. He's faithful. He's just. He's kind. He's merciful. He judges sin, but oh, he is so merciful. Scripture says his mercies are new every day. So don't beat yourself up over doubt. Folks doubt in different areas. Some folks believe for finances, and the same person struggles with faith about their health, about their body, about relationships, about someone coming in and getting to know the Lord. We worry about certain things. You know what? May God make you a well-rounded faith person in just believing Him and trusting in His love. Because He's going to do what He said that He's going to do. There is now no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. And that's you, and that's me. And we take it by faith tonight. You're forgiven. You can be convicted about something, but don't be feeling guilty and condemned. Con conviction leads to repentance. Condemnation and just guilt... Leads us to just struggle. You hang in there. God's hand is on you. And he's building your faith as you seek him in the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing and hearing. 
and I speak life and hope and truth and blessing and hope. And for you to realize what an amazing future you have ahead of you. I thank you, Lord, for your word and for your kindness and for caring about the smallest of details, Lord. In Jesus' name.